Check Ball Magazine podcast TV show presented by CWN Sports Network. We're in Las Vegas, so I took the weekend ahead from the East Coast, which is Philadelphia, to be in Vegas and tomorrow in L.A. So we're here to talk about a lot of topics today. A lot of good things have been happening over the last few weeks. It's great weather out here, about 95 degrees. NASCAR is out here this weekend. Some uh, fall AU events is in the West Coast this weekend. Back in Philadelphia, they had a Philly-New York game in New York with the girls and the middle school boys. And to my knowledge, because I wasn't there, but uh, the boys, 2-2 split. The middle school boys was won by New York City. The ninth, uh, eighth grade boys was won by, girls was won by New York City. But the high school girls was won by Philadelphia. As All-American guard, Diamond Johnson from Newman Garetti, who plays for Boo Williams AAU, scored 30 points, and her and her teammates dominated the game beating New York City. But in the other action, New York City beat Philadelphia. So I guess that was a good weekend. Coming up this weekend on September 21st, we have the Philadelphia version where the 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, class of 2000. 20, 21, and 22 will participate in the Philly, New York series presented by USA, Philly, USA, and All City Classic. Brother Charles Monroe, Shandu McNeil, and um, Dana Dingle, and many others have done a good job with this event. And we all know Philly and New York is the greatest rivalry of basketball, especially in the summer. They prolonged this one and they put it in the fall because they wanted the kids to get back to school and get away from the AAU tournaments. But it's a great rivalry. So we have a lot of great players playing this game next Saturday on the 21st of September. Uh, Posh Alexander is the headliner for New York City senior team that just committed to St. John's a few weeks ago. He's an electric guard, a lot of razzle and dazzle from Brooklyn. And in Philadelphia, we have Lynn Gray III playing in the game. A lot of really good uh, under-the-radar players from the Philadelphia side. And in the junior game, we have a Rasu Diggins, Junior, who's a, at Archbishop Wood. And in the sophomore game, we have All-American Jalen Durant, who's a 6'9", center power forward. He was one of the best top two players in the nation over the Roman Catholic, along with Amani Bates from Michigan. They're the top two players in their respective class 2022, as well as uh, many other good players. We'll talk about them a little later on. But right now, it was a great weekend. I witnessed a little bit of the NASCAR, not a lot. Last year, I was out here for tilt with it. Um, you had a lot of training going on with various uh, new high school kids who just came into the area. And then there's the big uh, showcase up in uh, L.A. And a good friend of mine, Harold Jones, out of um, the Hawthorne section of L.A., he had just called me earlier today and told me about the great the great games that were played with the Mobley brother, um, who's 2020, and he projected to be the number one pick in two years He's going to USC along with his brother. So him and his brother will be a really good duo next year at USC 
One is 6'11", one is about 6'10". Um, both of them are great players, and both of them will be McDonald's All-Americans. So some good things is happening. Also, we like to talk about the Philadelphia scene, uh, a lot going on there um, in terms of the 76ers. They projected to be, if not the best team in the East up, up, up there. They also have, uh, they just um, honored Charles Barkley as he had a, he had his own statue was set up in Camden the other day on Friday. And um, he deserved it because he was one of the greatest players ever played the game. He came in the lead in 1984 from Auburn, a tweener, where he had a lot of nicknames, the round mount of rebound, fat boy, um, Sir Charles, where he really dominated the NBA in his 16 years. Um, MVP in 1993 with the Phoenix Suns. But his, most of his career was with the Philadelphia 76ers from 84 to 92. So he got a statue named in his honor. So that was big. Also, um, we also had this past week, we had the international games where a lot of the former, a lot of the uh, NBA players played in the game um, pre-looting the Olympics in 2020. And this is probably our worst showcasing of the games as we we finished in fifth place, so we didn't get a gold medal, we didn't get a bronze, we didn't get a silver. So the world is catching up to us in a way, but also sometimes our top guys don't go because of prior commitments with their endorsement companies, with they with their different families that they don't want to commit to it for a time. But USA Basketball is trying to put it together so we can put the best team on the floor every year. Um, prior to the Olympics. Now, in this past year, uh, Kobe Bryant, who played in the Olympics in 2008 and 2012 as a super guard in the NBA at the time, he says, like I say, the United States dominated basketball, but the world is catching up because it's an international game now. Like soccer is the most popular sport in the world. Basketball is catching up to be the most popular. So because of success of foreign players, you have the youth in their countries are starting to learn, and because of social media, they're getting things from the U.S., where for many years they couldn't watch Jordan as much. As the Internet grew and social media grew in the 2000s, they could watch Kobe, LeBron James, Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, Stephen Kirby. So then with the market of the shoe company to make the game global and apparel, you have to market to each country. Asia is the biggest kind in the world. Africa is the biggest in terms of natural resources. You have South America. You have uh, Central America. You have Europe. So to build your brand, you can't just look at it as a regional Philadelphia side, a L.A. side, a Chicago side, New York side. You have to make it global no matter what you do, whether it's in apparel, whether it's in business. It's all about being global. So that make the players improve. So then they got the measuring stickers be better than the United States. It's just like when Michael Jordan dominated the NBA in the late 80s, all through the 90s, and every great guard that came in the game, the measuring stick was to be like Mike or to be better than Mike. So the game was to be better than the USA in terms of the basketball team. So we'll be okay in 220, but we can't take nothing for granted.
because there's great players everywhere. We also talking about the women's side, the WNBA, as they wind it down. Adela Don from the Philadelphia area, from Delaware, who was All-American in high school, All-American at the University of Delaware. She was the MVP of the WNBA. She's a special player. She's like a female version of Larry Bird with the jump shot, the savvy, the tenacity, tenacity the consistency, the efficiency. Della Don is special, straight from that state of the 302, Delaware, from the Philadelphia area. We also have um, we also have the women's game on the high school side. Is the signing period is coming up, and it's a tough decision for the young lady from Norman Garetti, Diamond Johnson. She's getting recruited by uh, five schools right now. She's getting recruited by a lot, but her list is down to South Carolina Gamecocks. Dawn Stelly, the head coach, who's from the same neighborhood. Diamond's from the same neighborhood as her um, in North Philadelphia, the Raymond Rosen Housing Projects. You have uh, Rutgers, Vivian Stringer, who's a Hall of Fame coach and coach a lot of fluffy area talent, is recruiting her. You have uh, Boston College out of the ACC is recruiting her. You have NC State out of the ACC. And you have Virginia out of the ACC. And, and you have Rutgers out of the Big Ten. So you have, uh, and also South Carolina Southeast Conference, recruiting a young lady. Uh, she's a highly ranked guard, had a great summer, was MVP of the Nike for the summer. She was MVP of the Slam game in New York, the Elite 24, a Slam 24 game. And she also was MVP of the All-City Classic Fleet New York game. Um, in the Chosen League tournament, they lost, and the K-Lo Elite team beat them in the finals. But Diamond played well, but the other girls from K-Lo Elite also played well. Also, the girls that played for the team that Diamond played for, witnessing that great tournament put on at Fadant's facility about a month ago. So some great things happening in sports, especially basketball. You know, you have... Uh, so much stuff to talk about. The signing period is in a couple months. You have the different fall tournaments and showcases and around the country. You also have the NBA uh, vet camp starts October 1st. You have the G League tryouts, which was just in Delaware last week. The next move will be in Philadelphia, McGonagall Hall on the 21st. And you have different uh, G League trials around the country. Um, it's great spending some time to the West Coast, coming back and forth every now and then, just to see the ball out here, the different ball players and the different events here is, is real good. Um, in New York City, they finished up with Dykeman, West 4th Street, Gersh, and Lincoln Park, and the various other leagues in New York City. And I say in the fall just started. And Fun Sports, Ricky Rivers Middle School Program, will be running in the end of October. In Philadelphia, we have different events. We have uh, the Black Cages, you have the Pangles, you have the Czech Ball, you have the um, USA Basketball City Classic, different major events in the fall prior to the real season in November and December. So look forward to seeing a lot of stuff. Um, tomorrow I'll be visiting the Mama facility in Thousand Oaks, California, where Kobe Bryant is a partnership 
and I'll be seeing that facility, seeing the things that they have offered in, a, in the backyard of California. Thousand Oaks is also where the Cowboys run a summer training camp, which everybody know I love Philadelphia, but I'm a Cowboys fan, so that don't look, it kind of sound weird, but it's the reality of the fact. And we 2-0, we start off to a great start. Uh, we beat uh, the Washington Redskins today. Last week, we beat the New York Giants. But um, the Bomber facility I'll be visiting tomorrow, and I'll be giving more input on that facility on Checkball Mag podcast and TV show presented by CWN Sports. So i like to give an honor to God for just having me blessed to be healthy to be on this show and opportunity to spread my knowledge of sports throughout the country, coming from Philadelphia to 215, the Delaware Valley area, uh, born and raised in North Philadelphia. We really love sports. We love people. So we like to thank Welcome back. I'm Latell Vaughn, Check Ball Mag, podcast TV show presented by CWN Sports Network. Another topic I've been kind of upset about over the last two months, Carmelo Anthony, my main guy, I've been knowing him since 2002 out of Syracuse, Townsend Catholic Oak Hill Academy, born in Brooklyn, raised in Baltimore, special talent, first ballot Hall of Famer, NCAA champion, why he cannot get back in the NBA at 35 years old. I mean, he doesn't get in no trouble. I understand he want to be a starter all the time, but I think recently he has accepted to come off the bench. We have a league that has so many teams, 30 teams, and there's a lot of teams that need him. He could be a guy that can come off the bench, get 12 to 15 a game, Still got a nice fan base. And he's not Carmelo of three, four years ago. I mean, nobody is the player they was once three years ago. But Carmelo Anthony deserves to have a shot to be in the league. I'll be talking to him in the next two to three weeks. Hopefully he get invited to a training camp. Uh, Joe Johnson, who just finished up playing in the big three, got invited to Detroit Pistons back camp. And he played well in that big three. And I guess it's out of sight, out of mind, because Melo hasn't been playing the last year. He got turned down from the uh, USA basketball this past summer. But trust me, if he would have played, they probably would have won. Remember, he's the all-time international scorer of all time. So get a man an opportunity, NBA, because Carmelo Anthony can still get a, get you 12 to 15 points a game. And he still has a fan base. So... He needed another opportunity. Another player, fool, a young guy, just turned 18 years old a few weeks ago, LaMelo Ball. Poof. This former assistant at UCLA, who's now at Vanderbilt, he told me about four years ago about this eighth grader named LaMelo Ball, as I knew about Lonzo and Jello, his older brothers. LaMelo Ball is a special talent. Got a lot of flair in his game, got a lot of confidence shoot the ball, get to the rack, athletic. He grew to 6'7", still growing. Got to pick it up on the defensive end, but he's a special guy. 
LaMelo Ball. He deserved to be in the NBA next year. I think he's a top three to five pick. Depends on the needs of the team as he gets stronger and understand everything about the showstopper, and he'll be fine. But he remind me of like a tall, taller version of a, a Penny Hardaway type, a Jamal Crawford type, more of a combo guard that could do it all. As he adds the defensive, he'll be fine. LaMelo Ball out of Chino Hills, and he played with Spire Academy last year. He's the younger ver- brother of the Ball brothers. He, he's special. I checked out a couple of his games in the Drew lead. I checked out a couple of his games overseas this past weekend. He deserved, he will be a top three to five pick next year in the 2020 NBA draft. And also, the rookie, Zion Williamson, out of Duke from South Carolina. I met his father at the McDonald's game this past year. Explosive forward. Remind you of a bigger version of Charles Barkley in terms of his explosiveness as a tweener, but a great player. Um, he just signed a big deal with Jordan Brand, which is uh, he did an event last week in New York where he had a lot of following, a lot of, a lot of people involved in this man's life in terms of uh, him going to be that next superstar. I think if he stay healthy, he's playing with two great guards or two good guards at New Orleans and Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball in terms of understanding how to get you the ball. If he just get the Jake down pack assistant and stay healthy, he'll be a future great player in the NBA. Um, also, uh, as we were talking about Jordan Brand, Michael Jordan, the owner of the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets, uh, for many past years, he's selling some stock in his company. And his, uh, he's selling stuff for his team. Um, he's still going to be the majority owner, but he's selling a little bit of his, his franchise over in Charlotte. So that's some good topics today. And also, we got a lot of up-and-coming kids that didn't reach high school yet. And it's too early to state them as the next great player because they have a long way to go. But just some names to listen. LeBron James, someone which everybody know, playing the AU team that just came from China, pretty good player. He's got a long way to go, but he's a pretty good player. He's at Sierra Canyons in the California area. We also, he's a 223 kid. We have DJ Wagner from Camden High School, whose father was a McDonald's All-American lottery pick with Cleveland. Had some injuries, which he didn't continue. He didn't have a long career. Then his grandfather, Milt Wagner, was a McDonald's All-American, Camden High, 81, won national championship at Louisville, played briefly with the Lakers of Miami Heat. Um, too much pressure on him now to say, but he's a good, really good player, and he has the opportunity to be down the line of McDonald's, and that would be the first father, son, grandson that be in a McDonald's, but it's too early. We're just giving you a little up and coming of the next freshman to be in the USA from famous family members. That's three ones that are really good, and you will hear more about them down the line. So we really enjoy the East Coast, West Coast collaboration which is a lot of great basketball, a lot of great things happening in the East Coast, and a lot of great things happening in the West Coast. So you put them together, you got a lot of great 
things happening for youth basketball, for women's basketball, for girls' basketball, for college basketball, and for NBA. So the Lakers are trying to make a run, but you still go to state say we lost the ramp, but we still the Western Conference champs. And then you had the Clippers, not the Clippers of 20 years ago with Donald Sterling, the Clippers of the day. They have a crew. They have Paul George, who's from the L.A. area. Kawhi Leonard, finals MVP from the L.A. area. Lightning Lou Williams, who was on the cover of Check Ball Map when we first started in 2009. And they have a bunch of Patrick Beverly out of Chicago. They have a vicious team that defends and can score at will. And then on the East Coast, we already know Boston is loaded with the young fellas, Tatum. They also have uh, Kimber Walker over there. And the 76ers is loaded with about three, maybe, three, maybe four all-stars in their repertoire. So it was great basketball at every level. And also, a friend of mine came in the studio this morning from Detroit. He knows his, he knows his basketball. He talks about the great New York teams of the 80s and 90s, the number one picks in 90 uh, with Derek Coden, the number one pick in 93 with uh, Chris Webber. So that's special. Detroit is, is really good. But here at Check Ball Magazine, and we like to sh- give everyone a shout-out to behind this movement of great sports and great youth movements in the country, uh, like CWN Sports here in Vegas, based in Vegas, is a network that's really building the future generations of sports entertainment um, for everyone around the world, not just the United States, around the world, based in Las Vegas, and Checkball Magazine based in Philadelphia. Look for everything to drop October the 1st, and we'll give you more information soon. Thank you, and have a blessed day. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.